Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Mats Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Welcome to episode 12 of Imperfect Parenting Podcast. We return to us, Mats and Ariel, and our experiences as we have them day by day, moment by moment. Our original intention, oh my gosh, I can't speak, uh, with Imperfect Parenting wasn't to only have interviews and conversations with people. It was meant to be a mix and spontaneous and supplemental to what was happening in our lives as we evolve work and relationship and family and coming up with solutions for our life, which is in a kind of a crux of a lot of change. And in the middle of this, we've gotten so excited about the podcast that we've been, uh, it's been quite intense to do amidst sort of downsizing our house and with our daughter. So this episode is coming back to basics and the following, since we've now done, not nine for nine, but 12 and nine, we're going to move forward a little bit differently with some shorter episodes and a slightly different twist, which was actually the original intention. I need some of the pressure taken off uh, of the whole editing and creating reality to really focus even more in the moment with uh, our daughter and see how things go from there. I think once the house is downsized, the space for the podcast will work differently. We will still be here. We will still be creating. We'll still be sharing stories and updates from our previous guests and the ones coming forward. Just it's going to taste a tiny bit different. So we look forward to this journey with you and we hope you enjoy this episode this week. Hey everyone, we're here in sunny not so sunny, snowy Prague, and uh, we have a lot to share with you this week. It's been a complicated and interesting week, Uh, but before we get started on that, we first want to share with you um, an update from Jana Khan of Australia, who we heard from some weeks ago regarding her whole Marie Kondo feng shui downsizing of her entire family of 10 years in Manly Beach, Sydney into one small caravan. And so we have uh, a little bit to share with you on the eve of their launching into a whole new reality. Two parents, one toddler, and a caravan. Hi, Ariel. So, hooray, here we are. Um, We did it. So, all things are in the caravan and in the car and we're spending our well second night uh, in our van it's actually quite nice to sleep there we have a comfortable mattresses so that's good uh, we had a mm, big farewell uh, today with all our friends it was quite emotional for me because um, yeah after nine years leaving Sydney it's a yeah it's a tough thing to do to say bye to your friends who you don't know when you're gonna see them next um 
the good thing is that we are parked next to the beach right now it's past 10 p.m. and it's very calm and warm weather in Sydney today and it's so pleasant to be out in the night uh, our toddler is asleep in the car so that gives us some time to actually enjoy ourselves having a glass of wine and listen to the ocean I haven't done that for a very long time as you can imagine when you have a child you can't really get out as much as you like plus to really enjoy the sound of the ocean is something that you can't really do on yeah on a regular basis so I just realized how long it's been since I've done that to sit by the ocean in the evening and just listen to the sound and trying to calm myself um, yeah so that's probably so the challenge has begun well the challenge has begun a while ago while packing up and moving from one place to another but definitely I think it's now a big relief for both of us for myself and Michael as well that um, we are actually hitting the road and we'll enjoy new places and meeting new people um, just learning a bit more about Australia and its culture and we'll just see where the road takes us so for now I think we're both happy that we can start new journey and we'll see what's gonna happen in the future so yeah that's us at the moment I'll keep you posted about everything that will be happening in the next week or so because that will be probably the first few challenges that we will be facing so bye bye for now and <laughs> stay in touch bye bye so it's wonderful to see their joyous sort of hopeful here come the possibilities of the travel I hope so much for them that this continues throughout their entire trip but we will get updates along the way I can't even imagine it right now to imagine to downsize we uh, we ourselves are also downsizing massively getting ready for the unknown because we uh, are pretty sure we can't stay here uh, but uh, in this flat in yeah. this flat exactly yeah, so exactly. we're the reality is that uh, you've been looking for work it's we're moving towards well it's not a year yet but many months and actively trying we were even looking at possibly moving to another country which wasn't yay colder place you know but we were willing to do that just to get work right and um it's just not happening it's not happening i don't know if it's about ageism if it's they're intimidated by the fact that you've been a big boss and they don't want to have somebody like that around who knows what they're doing or I don't know. Can't figure it out. Or if it's the universe sending us a message, I don't yeah. know. Uh, for sure. I mean, we, we would love to just sit here and podcast and do creative things, but we have a lot of responsibilities and we're trying our best to try and sort that out, you know? Yeah, so we have to sort, yeah, throw things away. And it's so oh, difficult it's without a, having watched this so woman who is everybody's talking about <laughs> on Netflix. Well, right? I did watch, but I've I heard about her ages it, yeah, ago. And yeah. she was, her book is a little scarier kind of more militant or I tried to throw sounding. one book away <laughs> as a book I bought in 86 and I haven't read yet and then 
I moved it around 15, 20 times around the world. And then I, I, I look at it, or I should be able to throw it away. I bought it in 86. I haven't read it. Oh, but that would be interesting to read that. And I, I, get, I get so stuck on Is on, it sort on, of a sentimental I attachment, don't know what you it think? Is. I don't know what it is. But now I have 30, 40 books down there ready to go, Swedish books. Yeah, which I never do. read. I, they traveled thousands and thousands of kilometers, and now they are done. So yeah, saving a couple here and there for you know kids or whatever. But still, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. It's it's. Uh, I've been going through the process quite intensely. It's quite stressful to imagine. I don't want to move. I don't like to move after just a year, less than two years, three years. I prefer to be in a place longer because you really get a chance to settle in and. Then you don't have the making of the house anymore. You're you're in your life and creative and all that. It's hard to get to all that stuff when there's still things to do. I didn't even get a chance to finish that, and we're already moving into downsizing again. Mm. And I have watched Marie, and I have read pieces of her books in the, in the past, long time ago. But uh, it's not as easy as she makes it out to be. You know, it's not just you know what brings you joy because there are some things that you think about, like okay, would my kids like this? You know, there are things that have sentimental value or, you know, you've traveled, you want, you still want that around. It's a little time consuming. And I, and what she doesn't really mention, which is really strong, is that when you are um, making way for the chi, the energy to flow through your house and you are freeing up space and energy and uh, letting go of things. The reality is that it stirs up a lot of old energy. And I don't know if it's in the dust or if it's the actual emotional stuff that comes up when you're sorting through your paperwork and all the stuff of your past. I can't totally pinpoint it. I'm only semi-woo-woo, guys, you know, so I'm not sure. But I have recognized that I feel really exhausted physically and emotionally often after going through stuff. So uh, I just want to mention that because we did write an article on our blog and we have talked about it a little bit and that's just one of those things any of you because it's now become really popular since Marie got onto uh, Netflix is you know give yourself a break it isn't quite as easy and if you watch some of them you see that people have even admitted like we worked all night trying to you know uh, achieve the goals that she had for them and uh, it's you know especially when you have kids I don't know about you, especially if you have smaller kids. It's really hard to get to all that stuff. I have a goal to do something every day. Get rid of something, give things away, sell them, you know, donate them, whatever it is, um, and get through some of the, the harder things, you know, like the paperwork and the whatever, things that you haven't looked at for a while. Like you said, you've moved around from apartment to apartment. I've had 15 years here in Prague. The second time, it's been 20 on and off. And... Uh, yeah, there's stuff that hasn't been fully sorted through. And I know I have to get through that. And it's uh, it's a little overwhelming. So I just want to, you know, encourage all of you who are working on that, especially the new year, we're trying to make way for the new things. You know, my recommendation is, you know, do something each day if you have an overwhelming mountain somewhere, like we have this room that's turned into kind of a sklep or part of a room. Uh, I would definitely take a shower blow your nose, rinse off something to um, let go of, of whatever 
came up and it, you'll sleep better that way. That? So like without I, no one's ever said so that to me, but like, I personally... If you haven't used it for six months or... Then you yeah, they say six or, months or a year that you should let it go. You know, looking in the closet's another thing. You know, you have this idea like, oh, I'm going to be thinner again. I'm going to be able to fit in that again. <laughs> and I know you know what this is about because you, as a man, talk as much about being thinner and the next phase, right? Oh, I mean, I you're... My, half of my wardrobe is full of things I'm going to use. Yes, the day when I'm getting in shape. Yes. Well, I think that's also a lot of pressure. But I mean, I, I don't think that we should have to rebuy everything. I think there are some things that we know just looking at it. It's like, no, I'm never going to wear that. Why am I keeping that? I don't even like the way I feel in that thing. That makes sense. You get rid of it. But whether it's for thin days or fat days, it doesn't matter. But but, but it's funny to see even when uh, when you sold some old toys, uh, kid stuff that Ella thinks that she never played with. Uh, this horse she never oh my gosh on, suddenly then, she was yeah, rocking she was on it suddenly... I remember doing that as a kid though I remember my mom saying that she was going to give my big wheel okay that's dating myself I'm not going to say which era but my big wheel was going to be given away it's like a tricycle but kind of cooler with big wheel little wheels you kind of cruised around I loved that thing I was way too big for it my mom was giving it to a smaller kid my ballet teacher's daughter as I recall and I was having a meltdown. I remember that so vividly. And I how, had to be... How old were you then? I don't know. Somewhere between seven and nine or but something. Alice, it's just like two. And, and she's so aware that this is going to go in. But we have it. discussions about things. I mean, I, I do not want her to go through what other... What I did. And I've watched other kids as well kind of go, where's my stuff? And I, I see people do this with their husbands as well. Like They get rid of things when they're not looking. I know that some people think that's the only way to do it. I do think consensus is important. And I do think that Ella needs to learn to let go of things that we uh, we have more than we need often and that we can share things with other people, that they we get too big or we move on from things and that we need to donate and and you know raise money for other things like if we sell something then that can be used towards something else fun that she might like more so we talk about it and i'll say another this is for a baby that rocking horse is for a baby he's one years old his dad's going to come maybe we can find another toy that might be fun for him and you know she's like <laughs> mm. and i said why don't you rock in this this morning and enjoy it for the last time and then we can give it as a present and then it was great because when the buzzer rang I said oh there's the daddy that's coming and she kind of looked and I said you can rock in it the last time and she rocked a little bit and when the guy came up she was the one who pushed it across the floor and gave it to the daddy so Mm -hmm. she was a part of that and I think that's an important thing for us to learn to let go maybe if we had more of that growing up we you know there if I'd had more of that I'd be less you know like somebody from the depression era who's like this might have a purpose I have to keep it forever you know it's a I don't mean to be pack rat, but a lot of creative stuff. That's a big part of it. So anyway, we're going to take a quick pause here because I think I heard Ella screaming. Just a moment. She's fine. She's quiet. Yay. (laughs) So um, we're letting her occupy herself at the moment, which is fantastic. It's been a it's been kind of a rough time. And uh, though I think we're in better spirits than we were at the end of the year when we were having a bit of a meltdown and feeling a bit hopeless and, oh, crap, what are we going to do? It's not that anything's specifically changed because it actually hasn't as far as our situation. But um, I think that we've been doing our best to be more conscious about um, doing even some kind of meditation every day or nearly every day. You've been going on walks. I do need a little more 
or any time to myself for sure. I'm not feeling that as much. And so the balance is a bit off for me, I feel. But uh, otherwise, I do feel there's this sense of, well, we can spiral down and plummet into the darkness and feel shitty that things are changing and that things we don't have job and we might have to lose our apartment and we don't know what's going to happen or what we're going to do. At the same time, like you, as a certain points, you have to just give in to the universe or God or energy of whatever you believe in. At one point, destiny, fate, you just have to go, okay, obviously there's something happening here. It's stronger than us and our own ideas of things. And we just have to let go into it kind of like the current or the, you know, if you've ever been in a, a strong current in a river or in the ocean and you have to go diagonal, you can't go straight forward to get to the beach. You know, you know that in, in order to get through the current. So we have to find another way that we haven't yet thought of to get to the shore again. The easiest is to follow the current and just float down. But that's... Well, if you can float down, but if you need to make it to the shore, yeah. which in our case, we need to make it to the shore. There's three <laughs> families depending on us. We have to get to the shore. We can't just... I would love... I think that's a perfect analogy, actually, what you just said. Like, I think there's a part of us... We would love to just go with the current and see where it takes us. There's a, there's a push-pull there because we have this responsibility. And I think, honestly, if we were able to fully let go and go, okay... Yep, let's fully let go into the current and see where it takes us, trusting that if our intention, which it is, is to make sure that we're all taken care of somehow, um, even if it's not exactly as it is now, but in some way that it's, you know, in balance, then it will happen. I think there's this uh, mentality that we have to predict and control everything. We need to be able to figure things out. And I think that's where we, many of us, get really caught up. Because we get caught up and we need to figure it out and know what to do to make things happen. And that's where we get stuck because it doesn't always work that way. And it's clearly right now what we're doing isn't it. <laughs> Just looking for jobs, contacting people we know, all the networking, all the things that you normally do to get work to, you know, and, and to stay here in this flat. So obviously there's, that's not it. I, I, I don't know what it is. And we're, you know, kind of waiting for more signs. There have been quite a lot of signs lately as far as creative projects, uh, which there's uh, another podcast, uh, Don't Keep Your Day Job. Um, Kathy Heller has been really inspired me uh, with, and I've sent you some of the podcasts as well, mm -hmm. which I don't know if you've gotten a chance to listen to or not, They're but they, yeah. they come at just the moment that I'm thinking about a creative project. So it's forcing us to be creative amidst still looking for work because we need to feel like we're doing something, right? <laughs> like we're actually, yeah. something is moving. So it's not easy, especially right now. Ella is in a new phase, probably because she feels us a little bit stressed or uncertain under the surface. She's uncomfortable with that. I'm guessing kids are super sensitive like our animals, right? I've said this before. She is stirred up. And I can say it's just because she has lots of energy and it's this and it's that, but I know it's because she's feeling something. She is restless in the night. She's screaming in the night. She is not going to bed. She's sometimes not napping during the day, though she desperately needs it. Part of that might be because we're, you know, trying to get stuff done and whatever, and sometimes miss that teeny tiny little window before she gets her next wind. But it's and, partially the And then weather. she goes to bed really late. The well, weather. 
Uh, yeah, the weather is super it's crap. It's good to get you, you two are miserable when it's dark days. And I yeah. thought I'd be the bad one. I'm the one who's from California, for frick's sake. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see that... She refused to go. No, no, she's, no, I'm not going out. It's too cold, she says. Mm. And part of it is that she absolutely hates those frickin' snowsuits. Mm-hmm. She hates those. And I can't blame her. I don't like wearing my big winter coat either. I feel like someone's put me in a straight jacket going to the funny farm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what else? Can you, the, the other update is that uh, you and I are making each other crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not used to having you home all the time. Now I know how all those retired couples feel. It's like, crap, we haven't been together like this. And uh, I have this expectation that suddenly I'm going to have a partner in crime and my full-time job will be a half-time job, but ha-ha. And I think I'm working super hard to fix things here and sort things. Oh, yeah? What are you fixing and sorting? (laughs) I'm the one who fixes things in the house. I'm the one who's selling everything and going through the crap. And I do the dishes. Sometimes, most of the time. our dishwasher broke down. Oh, our dishwasher broke for, what, the 10th time? And we don't want to call the landlord anymore because they're so pissed with us. Like, it's our fault that the thing is broken. I just forget it. I don't want to deal with it anymore, at least for now. At least give them a couple months. I don't know, you know. Anyway, we might have to downsize to an apartment that has almost no amenities except heat. So, But it's a good lesson for all wives out there wanting their husband to Ah. be home more. When he is Don't no do it, ladies. I'm telling you, whether it's your husband or if it's another wife or another husband, depending on what your scenario is, is coupling. Uh, I'm telling you, I had friends who said the only thing worse than being alone is being with somebody. And Well, that was also in Sex and the City. But I've had other friends say that it is when somebody's there and you have an expectation of what them being there means. And when I was single, I didn't really get that. I'm like, what do you mean? He's here. He can do stuff. Well, but I'm I'm ready to go to a cafe four or five hours a day and and do yeah. My stuff except there. you but not you, working and you being at a cafe and you're working means you know your well, fantasy I mean, football and oh I've done oh. a lot of things. Ooh, do, do. Okay, other than editing, applying for jobs <laughs> and applying for editing, jobs, editing. What are you doing? My fantasy football, um, Facebook. I'm writing. Yeah. Meditating. Okay. So I keep my full-time job and you get to do fun <laughs> things aside from doing the, you know, applying for work. Mm, I'm not sure how I feel about that. So especially since, you know, half the, more than half the applications, you don't even end up getting an interview for some reason. It doesn't even make sense. But no, so it's a, uh, yeah, I had this expectation like, great, he's going to take Ella out all the time. And so since my our babysitter, who we hardly use anyway, is even less available than she was, we don't have a full-time babysitter. It's, that's too much. But we have somebody who used to come, you know, a couple half days, and now she's busier. And um, so I thought that you'd be taking up the slack for that, but it doesn't necessarily well, I think work I did that it way. When it was nice weather. I, I, oh, great. In the country where it's winter for seven to eight well, months, that's super helpful. No, I mean, it requires Ella to go out. I mean, I'm happy to be out with her if she want to go out, but if she refused to go out, then it's going to force yeah, her to go out. Yeah, but sometimes uh, I find that uh, when you're super motivated, you. Uh, do manage to get her no, out, but I find that sometimes sure. you're like, "Come on, Ella!" You either you're either too soft or you're too hard. But you know she needs it. Like she needs to see the value in going out. She doesn't want to just be pushed, and then she freaks out. You know, 
if she's pushed too hard. She's very independent and it's not people will like, oh, you have to be the parent. Yeah, well, you have to be the parent. But when you have a really independent child, they want to feel like they're making some of the choices. And hey, people, you know that's the same in your couples, your your relationships as well. Nobody wants to be told. And, and I know that I F up and do that sometimes too. I'll be like, come on, just do this. Yeah, well, that doesn't make it very appealing. <laughs> you have to do it in a way that, that, that works. And it's the same thing with Ella. She's She feels like she is an adult in many ways. And of course she's not. But she's got that independence, that awareness. She's aware of what's going on. So she she wants to hear something like, you know, we're going to go in the pink sled that you love so much. And it's going to be super fun. Not just, come on, let's go. I want to <laughs> go get cat yeah, litter. It's, it's difficult to, to do the psychology of it. Uh, but, I mean, so. this is what I've had to do every day while you're yeah. in school. I mean, sorry, not school. While you're in the school of yeah. life, in, in work, sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's been harder. And I find it. You know, being an internal person, it's it's really tough having two external people, you and Ella, around all the time. And now she's not taking naps, and she's going to bed at fucking sorry, I can't keep it in anymore. Fucking eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, sometimes one o'clock in the morning. So all my time to recharge, or have my own space, or answer emails, or talk to people to get ready for an interview or whatever conversation it's gone I and even trying to sell things I feel like a bad mom because she's always awake I have to take some time to do things sometimes I tell her like mommy has to do something now I can't be 24 7 just you know entertaining her um yes it's my role as an at-home mom semi mostly at-home mom but the the reality is that it, it makes you a crazy person you have to have a break I need an hour and a half or hour to myself to decompress at the end of the day, and I'm not getting that. So you can contest the fact that I'm becoming cuckoo. Mm, I agree. I mean, probably people would say that, why don't you get that kid to bed? I don't know. I but mean, I take she, her she, to bed. I, you've seen it. You've been downstairs just, yeah, at 7 o'clock. I bring her upstairs. Five hours, people. Imagine the insanity. Five hours of trying to get somebody to sleep. No, and she says, no, mommy, I can't. I'll say, hell, you have to sleep. Your body needs to rest. We need to recuperate. I need to rest, you know, and she re- reads books. And then she uh, I, she even kind of lays down on my shoulder and I kind of am stroking her. She almost gets there and then she kind of wakes up again. It's it's a bizarre thing. And I don't know if she's she's tuning into my own kind of like, I know I need to fully just go, whatever, okay, that's fine. But it's when when multiple days go like this, I feel behind. Mm. And I think also knowing that I have to get through all the crap in this flat because it's such a, you know, 3% chance that we can stay in here. That, for me, is overwhelming because there's just so much stuff we didn't get through before. So I think once that's done, maybe my tension will be down. But, God, I hope that's not when she's going to relax. So. Well, but she's all, she also have a tremendous amount of energy. I've never seen. Yeah, like and I, I should definitely bring that little mini trampoline inside so she can jump around. I did do some things getting her jumping. Maybe that's one thing that you know I'd really love for you to be more a part of is when she can't go outside, don't just depend on going outside and throwing a ball. Let's do the ball inside before 8 o'clock when other people might be super annoyed with it. You know, throw the ball, have her jump around, do it upstairs. I think I would love for you to be a part since you, you're you the active guy in the house. I mean, I'm active in a different way, but maybe that could be something that could be super helpful for me as well to get her to sleep. Sure, is that you, you know, 
do something inside with her. If you're not going to go outside, then do it inside. Find a way. I would used to throw the ball back and forth to her, and then I'd play jumping games. You have her, you put something on the floor, you have her jump over it. Even if you're feeling lazy yourself, you can find a way to, to make it a game so that she wears herself out. And then we could also have time for each other for fuck's sake when was the last time we got to have a conversation we have to pay for it Hmm. it's um you know now you know we're slowly selling things that we don't need anymore and uh and the idea is that it's for date night slash you know things that we need um and that has only been used once in the last few months i think that we went out on date night and i think before that it was what a year and a half Hmm. I mean, we're not counting 45 minutes, you know, we can have a chat, you know, at the end of babysitting a couple of hours. That happens sometimes, but that's not really date night. So, yeah, it's been, um, well, that's what's going on, people. I I mean, look, I don't think we're the only ones who are sorting things and dealing with transitions. There seems to be a lot of transition, death, people are moving. I, I have, can't tell you how many people I know who are either having to move out of their house in the States, here in Prague. Um, in different places, they're having to either downsize or they're, somebody died in the family. They're having to go through a lot of stuff. It's like there's really something going on about letting go, moving on, and doing things differently. In our circle, I really can't believe how many people are going through massive transitions. Mm-hmm. People you know, my stepbrother, mm-hmm. you know, our acupuncturist, our, you know, Bonnie and Joseph. We have, like, there's so many people. Even mm-hmm. Teresa and is dealing with, uh, you know, helping with uh, selling a home and cleaning the house and stuff. So, and then, you know, we've had issues at the cabin, so it's kind of cuckoo bananas. Let's Let's wrap up. I want to wrap, yes, and we want to wrap up with saying thank you for the lovely review from Evie, the child whisperer on Apple Podcasts, Czech Republic. She writes, five stars, upbeat, gentle, and uplifting, down to earth with useful and uplifting messages whose words are not too many, not too few. They say just what I need to hear, and what they say is easy to remember, very inclusive, and really helps to dispel the many myths we tend to believe for no good reason. Thank you so much, Evie Child Whisperer. We... uh, are very thankful. What else are you showing me here? Wow, oh yeah, we're two shots. Two charts. Fantastic. Let's see. So Apple Podcast has us at number twenty-two in Czech Republic and uh, kids and family section. Well, that's great. Twenty-two since we don't even speak Czech except our uh, free meditations we had on Yana's yeah. podcast last week, which was great. Uh, the meditations for parents and also for kids. And then Spotify, we're number 96 in Sweden, kids and family. Wow. Again, because of the English speaking, that's 96 isn't something I feel really excited about. But, you know, I love the oh, number I 22. I think it's great to get in <laughs> into a list. A into a list of, at all. That's true. We're we have, not even on the, the States list. We have to take whatever positive is there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I get excited just when uh, any of you, I mean, most people I'm getting private comments people will come up to me and say something in private they are you know especially in czech republic people tend to be more private uh styled people so not necessarily putting everything up but we do we are very thankful for any encouragement or comments it's really really nice and uh it's been great to hear anything there was something i was going to say i lost my train of thought i don't know darn 
Oh, well, it'll come back next time. But uh, we, uh, we, we would love to hear from you and your own experiences with uh, the challenges of two people working from home. I hope someday we are both really working from home and have an office and found a successful way to do it. If you have some story, stories to share of what works or doesn't work, we would love to have you write on our Facebook page or send us an email. You have the information at the end of uh, this podcast. We also are on social media, which you can get to via our page because they're all different names. It's not just Imperfect Parenting. And we want to hear your stories. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe you're also having some fun struggles with Feng Shui and have some victories to share. You can even leave us a a message. Send us a little voice memo through email and, and tell us what's going on with you. And maybe we'll include it on the show like today's review. Have a great and imperfect week. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.